So two of the children of Prince Babasaya, the children of him were Armoni and Mikiboshes, and Yasmeshes Bnei Michal Bas Shaul. Michal was the daughter of Shaul. Asher Yolda LeAdriel Ben Barzilai HaMacholasi. So five of her kids. Aishnahani. Why were these seven? Physical, metaphysical, physiological. Not just, but no, that's all. 
heebie-jeebie thing on the bottom that you can turn to him and smack him upside the head, something comedic. We don't know what it is, but something happened. Next. Far away, one second. How can it be that the children are being punished for the activities of their fathers? Shouldn't be the children are going to be punished for their fathers. And then says the Gemara, a very, very important Hashkapic line, a very difficult Hashkapic line. What's that? Halfway down five lines before the wide lines. Wow. It's better that we should uproot what the Pasuk in Chumash says of Lo Yumsu Avos Albanit. It's better that that Pasuk should be This happens all the time that women extend their hands to shake a man's hand and vice versa. There's a Mahmoud With COVID, we had a lot of reprieve from this child because nobody shakes hands. I, I extended my hand to someone that yesterday, one of the grandfathers, he looked at me like I was crazy. And he wouldn't take my hand, and I gave him elbow. You know? So, fine. Right? Between men and women, now I can just say COVID or I can say whatever I want. Or there are posts who are more, late, more, more lenient than they say. It's not something that's. You know, That's not allowed. Hey, what if it's the Is it better to violate the Chavash? So, what if this means? Anyway, two lines from the bottom, the Gemara raises another issue that after these seven people were killed, this was the mother of two of the children, as Sakhbet, I tell you, law. She camped out by the bodies and would not let any animals uh, touch the bodies. How could you leave the bodies out? You're not allowed to leave bodies hanging on a tree. So how can it be that we're doing uh, anything of the sort like this? That's not appropriate. Rabbi Yochan on the same line as before, but unlike the previous time where the quote was made in the name of Rav Chia, the Talmud of Rabbi Yochanan, this time Rabbi Yochanan is quoting someone he learned it from. Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Walk by these two bodies. What do these people do? These people are actually. They were uh, they extended their hand and gave him a reference for the things that they were impacted by Shaul having killed Nov and Nov used to honor but they were short change. Then the people, the pastors, I would say, no one you even gonna punish your own your own elite, your own royal family. These are the people that I want to be a part of. These are the people that have integrity, they have consequences for their actions. Everything we do has a consequence. Beautiful thing. This is like a reminder in the world of man. There's a great thing. But the consequences have no such thing. There has to be 
I grew up in under my parents. Consequences when giving me money is very did have slides with my father once. I remember this conversation. He was sitting in front of my house. He asked me if I went somewhere. Damning evidence that he knew where I was. I was in high school, so I said, "Of course, I wasn't there." He's like, "Yes, you were." I'm like, "Shoot!" He grounded me for a month. Lines. Remember this? I remember this clearly. I'll tell you the whole story later, but we're recording now. So. Uh, the consequences are great. It's a Hashem. You see that the people of them are getting punished for a slight expression in a mysterious way. These are the people that others want to be a part of. Um, uh oh, and let's continue. Yisrael al achas kama the kama. If gerim gerure, did I skip a line? No, no. Oh no. Yeah. Umab ne belachem kach. Ne hediotos al achas kama the kama. Get punished all the more so. Regular people will be punished. Of course, how would you treat another? Had immediately a whole bunch of gerim jumped on the bandwagon. Yitos while Yisrael neva hamishim elak. One hundred and fifty. While the bezdin was like. It's popping. They had 150,000 uh, converts. It says the Gemara, no se bahar. Rashi says rental for people who we rent in the short term. Maybe they were just uh, you know rental staff, hourly paid staff. Says Gemara, therefore, good question. Therefore, Ella must be. How do we know that 150,000 they saw this episode? And that was 150,000 people. Today came up. I got an email from a guy who has the most non Jewish text like this. I'm doing my conversion and reform synagogue in Spanko in, uh, in the suburbs of Chicago uh, with a uh, rabbi female name. And I said, so I participated in the I can tell him there are standards of Gerus, and the standard of traditional Torah Judaism is not that way. For me to participate, it's not for me to know it doesn't impact him at all. For the just that by association, connecting to Gerus, what's better? To tell him he's a guy, be the bad messenger, or to keep away so that I don't add to the possible. You lose grisses of regular Jewish babies by putting your foot down. Will not be the culture out there. And if I say you lose, if I say I'm Orthodox, I'm not touching your reform conversion. Then Rabbi Female So and So is going to say, "Forget you. I'm not going to as a ball anymore, even for my Jewish." If I make a decision now to put my foot down, if I get upset, put your foot down, Bill, and don't do the hot top of the Congress, so then maybe she knows I'm orthodox. She knows. And I have every right to say my own sheet. I don't think that's going to bother If I don't do it, and therefore, I'm going to... 
determinant ball is not obviously it's a Momar and whatever, the brace is at zero. Five lines from the bottom. Tomorrow was that David was the one who goes around the casino. Lance Moshe got the this is a famous class. And these people, the Nassim, were Chodbe Eitz and Shavei Mai. That was their role. But the Gemara, you're right. Moshe Moshe did have a Gzera for Nassim, but only for that one generation. However, David Gazar Lakut. That these people were the ones who would draw water for the nation and they would uh, be involved in building the Mizbech Hashem in some way, shape, and form. Says the Gemara, you're right. So now we have three, three layers. Moshe was goes around the Nesinim in that first generation. Yoshua was goes around the Nesinim whenever there was a base Mikdash. And David was goes around the Nesinim forever. Says the Gemara on the top of Ayin Testament base, Bimei Rebbe, during the times of Rebbe, Bikshu Lahatir Nesinim. They wanted to undo the Gzera de Rabbanon of the Nesinim, and they wanted to allow them to join into the people. So Amar Lehem Rebbe, Rebbe says, Chelkeinu Natir, I could understand a little bit of what you're saying, because as we said on the bottom of the page, by Yoshua, they were involved both for the Eda and for the Mizbeach Hashem. I could understand for the Eda that you want to that you want to uh, to re retract the Gzera, but Chelik Mizbeach Miyatir, but they had responsibilities to take care of the Mizbeach in one way, shape, or form. So says the Gemara, Upligad Reb Chia Bar Abba, Dam Reb Chia Bar Abba, Amar Reb Yochanan, Chelik Eda La'olam Aser, Chelik Mizbeach that in regards to the roles that these people played, uh, we really weren't allowed to retract the shita of, um, of the Gemara that the Nesinim uh, were restricted. And then Gemara makes this distinction that the Chelek Eid is Olam Aser, but in regards to the Mizbech, only when the base of Mikdash was kind that it was Aser, but when it was not, then it was Mutter. Then the Nesinim would be able to marry. Seemingly, that would imply that nowadays, uh, we wouldn't be allowed to marry them, but if there were to have been a base in Mikdash, there would have been some restrictions, uh, some restrictions that could have been lessened. In theory, that would have been possible. Next Mishnah. This Mishnah is going to be discussing Asris and various versions of Asris, some that are born that way, some to whom there was an injury. Um, and this will uh, take us until the two dots, about 10 lines down on Pamad Aleph. Let's start with the new Mishnah. Amr Yeshua Shamati, I've heard two different things. First, I heard Shasris Cholitz Vicholtz in the Ishto, that Asris, who's unable to have children, that he can do Chalitza. What is Asris doing Chalitza for? The whole point of doing Yibum is to be Mekayim Zer Lachicha. He can't have children. What is he doing chalitza for? So that's one shita. Doesn't matter. He's infertile. He can't have children. The whole point of, of Yibum is to be the Zara Lachicha. The Gemara is going to ask this question. What? Then what's chalitza? So there's, there should be, let's talk in our term. There should be no zika to this guy at all. There should be no halachic tethering to this guy at all. He's a Sris. So the Gemara says that a Sris can be cholitz. And then the Gemara says, And Rabbi Shua says, I don't know how to make these two shitas work. So says the Gemara, I know how, says Rabbi Akiva. I'm Rabbi Akiva, ani afarish. Sris Adam, if there's a person who became a Sris after birth, uh, then cholitz v'cholitz on the ishto, because he, at one point in his life, because at one point in his life, he was in theory capable of having children, so therefore chalitza still applies. Sris chama, but if a person was born that way, then lo cholitz v'lo cholitz on the ishto, mibnei shalohaisa lo shasa kosher, Rabbi Akiva, 
uh, makes the whole concept ride on whether or not there was ever a time that he was actually uh, fertile. Says the Gemara in the name of Rabbi Eliezer, Omer Loki, that's not correct. Ella, Srischama, the opposite. Srischama, which Rabbi Akiva was, was makbed on, he said, no cholets in, uh, for him and no chalitza for her. Srischama, cholets vicholts and the ishtamit refua, because we could possibly heal this person. Sris Adam, lo cholets velo cholts and the ishtamit refua. So there is a machlokas in the, in the Tanaim. Rabbi Akiva says that the Nakuda of determining when chalitza is allowed is based on whether or not there was ever a shasa kosher, if he was ever fertile. Masha'in came, the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer, has nothing to do with that. It's only about the capacity of healing. And hey, Rabbi Yeshua ben Beseira al ben Megusas, this is a person, Shahid Yerushalayim, and he was a Sris Adam, we see that the Sris Adam did Yibum because he had a Shas kosher, we now see that Rabbi Akiva is correct, that it's about the Shas kosher, the fact that there was even a moment in time when he was fertile, and therefore he was able even to do Yibum. Then the Mishnah quotes uh, a line that we're going to have to translate at a later point, but the Mishnah will not translate. We'll translate it now. It says, Hasris, without giving any parameters, if there's a Sris who does Chalitza to his Yavama, lo pasla. She's still allowed to marry a Kohen because you're not. There's no need for him to do this in the first place. If you hold that the Swiss is lo cholitz and he does chalitza, that's a zero. The chalitza doesn't do anything. She's not a chalutza, and therefore she can still marry a coin. However, ba'ala if they attach mishamita, then uh, then pasla, then she's psula. Why? Because you just slept, you slept with her and you shouldn't have slept. She's a, she's a zona now, and that that restricts her to a coin. The chayin islandis and also in regards to an islandis where there was chalitza lo psaluha, but be'alua psaluha mimesh. Be lost to be lost. And here too, uh, the din is that uh, the din is that if there was tash it would pass it. And the Gemara uh, opens with analyzing the sheets of Rabbi Akiva. Shemin on the Rabbi Akiva, we have a general rule about Rabbi Akiva. Do Amar, he says, and we're halfway down Nine Testament Bays at the open of the Gemara. What does Rabbi Akiva hold? Do Amar Typically, we hold uh, within Rabbi Akiva's world that chayve laven are like chayve krisus and v'chayve krisus lab When it comes to yibum, then we would everyone would agree that there's no yibum and no chalitza. But according to Rabbi Akiva, that should also be true in regards to Chayve Lavin. So if that's true that he holds that Chayve Lavin or like Chayve Krisus, that a regular Tash Mishamita Lav is the same as a Kares Lav, as a Kares Tash Mishamita, so then how can Rabbi Akiva say in our Mishnah that there's Cholates, and, there's cholates by him and Chalitza by her with the Sris Adam? That doesn't make any sense. The Tash Mishamita that would have existed over there should be Chayve Lavin. Chayve Lavin is like Chayve Krisus, and that means there should be no Chalitza. Really, what's going on here? What is our Mishnah talking about when Rabbi Akiva gives his case? And the Gemara establishes an Ukimta that makes Rabbi Akiva's shita reasonable. When his brother married a Giyores, and then he died, and the Giyores fell to him. Brilliant. What a great solution. The Gemara says that the Sris who got this woman, he is allowed to marry her. It's not Chayve Laban. Why? Because she's a Gioris. And according to this version of the Gemara, according to Rabiosi, a woman or a man who's a Gioris is not part of the Kahal. The only restriction on a Sris is that he's Asr Lavo B'Kahal. But a Gioris is not part of the Kahal. So you're right. Rabbi Akiva does hold that Chayve Laban and Chayve Krisus are the same and that there should be no Yibum and no Chalitza in a case of Chayve Laban or Chayve Krisus. But this isn't that case because the Sris is allowed to take this woman Yibum because she's a Gioris. And according to Rabbi Yossi, a Gioris is not part of the Kahal.
Brilliant answer. Yihachi says the Gemara, if really this woman is a Gioras and she fell the Yibum to the Sris and they're allowed to marry because the Sris is allowed to marry someone who's not Kahal and the Gioras is not Kahal, so then Yihachi Yibume Namim Yabin. Why does our Mishnah only speak about Chalitza? They should be able to do even Yibum. So says the Gemara, Inachanami, you're 100% correct. So why then doesn't our Mishnah speak about Yibum? The reason why Rabbi Akiva focused on Chalitza and not Yibum is because we wanted to keep the Mishnah symmetrical. And in the beginning of the Mishnah, Rabbi Yoshua spoke about Chalitza. And Dekanami, the Gemara, brings a beautiful raya from our Mishnah. Diktani, think about the next line of our Mishnah where it says, Hey, Rabbi Yoshua ben Besera, Al ben Magusa, Shabbi Yerushalayim, Sris Adam, Ve'yibmu, keyword, Es Isha, the kind of Rabbi Akiva, Shmamina. We see that according to Rabbi Akiva, that because this woman is a Gioras and not a Kahal, she's not part of the Kahal, therefore the Sris who inherited her Be'yibum can marry her. She's allowed to take her Be'yibum. So then therefore, all is well and good with Rabbi Akiva. Everything makes perfect sense. And even Rabbi Akiva would agree that it's not just Chalitza, in this case of the Sris with the Gioras, but it's even Yibum. Says the Gemara, two-thirds, a little bit more of the way down on Ayin Testament Bays, Masiv Rabbah, hold, Rabbah, hold on one second. Ptuadako, Kruz Shafcha, Sris Adam Vehazak. In all of these cases, the Ptuadak and Kruz Shafcha we spoke about extensively. And the Sris Adam is someone who is uh, who became damaged after born Vehazakin. O Cholzen, O Miyadmin, one or the other. Ketzad, what are the cases? We're going to read through these cases quickly. We're not going to draw any maps today uh, because really we're just uh, trying to extract one point. Mesu, if somebody, if these men died, Vilahem, Nashim, Vilahem, Achen, and they had wives and they had brothers, <laughs> meaning that Yibum could happen. Vilamdu Achen, Vasu Maimer, Vinishoseim, and the brothers of the men who died, they did Maimer to these women and or Vinasnu get Oshacholzu, one of them, the Masha Asu Asu, whatever they did, they did. That they all halachically work in Balukanun if they had Tash Mishamita. So the din is that they were Kona, this woman Biyibum. Mesu Achin Vamdu Hain, the Asu Maimer Binishosein, Vinasnu Ghetto Khaltu, Masha Asu Asu. This is a similar case, not identical. The Imbalukanu, the Asu the Kaiman. In this case, if they got married, they have to. Uh, they have to then uh, divorce because Mishum Shenem are Lo Yavu Ptuadaku Kushavcha Bikal Hashem. They're not allowed to marry into a Kushavcha. Alma, what do we see that is going on here that our Mishnah is dealing with Bikahalaskina? This Brisa is referencing a Ptuadaka. A Ptuadaka and a Kushavcha, they're Asr Lavo Bikal. So what do we see? That it must be that our Mishnah is dealing with a case of someone who is involved in the Kahal. And therefore, the answer of the, the Saris inherited a Gioris Biyibum can't be right. And the Gemara changes the Ukimta and says, you're right. Really, the woman that he inherited uh, was a regular woman, but he wasn't a Sris yet. After the Zika was established, so that Ruvain died and his wife, Rachel, drops to Shimon right away. And right after Ruvain dies and the, Yibum and Yib, the Zika Sibum is established, Shimon becomes a Sris. That's the case. That makes perfect sense according to the lumdus of Rabbi Akiva, because Rabbi Akiva had said in our Mishnah that it's all about Shas Kosher. It's all about the, the momentary uh, part of his life where he was fertile. Amar le'abaye, if that's true, then we should have asay dochelosase, we should have asay dochelosase, where the mitzvah say of yibum is more powerful than the iser of marrying into a, marrying up to a daka. After all, milot's none. Don't we have a Mishnah that speaks about this? Ten lines from the bottom. Rabban Gamliel, Omer, Mianna, Mianna. We're not going to get into the very nitty-gritty details here, but in a case where
case where there was miyun with a ketana, being lav, if not, and we said that if this girl doesn't decide to do miyun, then she can wait until she's older, and then she could leave because of achosisha. Alma, what do we see? We see that there's a say dochelosa say in this case. So we should say the same thing by the case of Ptsuadaka. We should take the Isra of Ptsuadaka to marry someone who's not able to come into the Kahal. But we should use the trump card of Asay Dochelosa to say that Yibum should be more powerful than the Losase. And therefore, the Gemara has to respond as follows. Really, Rabbi Akiva, we misunderstood him from the beginning of this Gemara. The way we understand Rabbi Akiva in our Mishnah is Mechabe Lavin the She'er Havi Mamzer, Mechabe Lavin Gride Lo Havi Mamzer. We have to re understand the sheet of Rabbi Akiva. We had um, posited that Rabbi Akiva was of the opinion that all Chayve Lavin are like Chayve Krisus. However, that's not true. The only type of Chayve Lavin that are like Chayve Krisus is Chayve Lavin de She'er, only if it's a family member. And Rabbi Akiva holds that if there's Chayve Lavin, of let's say a sister. So then in that brother-sister relationship, then the din is that that kid's a mamzer. But if there's chayve lavin like in our case with a psuadaka or whoever with a sris, that's regular chayve lavin. And there we do say that there is a viability of the marriage, even if it's halachically prohibited, but there still can be chalitza and yibu. Then the Gemara raises a side issue, one that I mentioned earlier. Ikri kan shame. Our whole mission is talking about a sris. What kind of yibum is there with a sris? If the whole point is shame, you can't do yibum with a sris. That's very strange. Amar Rava says, "In Cain, if that's true, we always should have a concern about a sris because a person, right before they die, they become halachically a sris chama, someone who is no longer able to have children, and because we don't know when a man will die." He's always a Sris Chama. So according to that Svara, we should say that a, a woman should never be able to get married. It says the Gemara, the Rabbi Eliezer, Piruka de Rava Pirchahi. According to Rabbi Eliezer in our Mishnah, the answer of Rava that we just said, the rejection of this concept of Hakim Zer Le'achicha, is actually a question on Rabbi Eliezer's Shita. Rabbi Eliezer had said in our Mishnah that a Sris Chama is, uh, is able to do Chalitza because they have Rafua. But Rava just said there's no such thing. If what you're saying is that a person is always a Sris before they die, we should never allow Chalitza against the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer. Says the Gemara, it doesn't mean that when a man is old that he's actually infertile the moment before he dies. That's not what it means. It's just he's getting old. It doesn't mean that he's actually sterile. It's not actually the case. He may be, not be strong enough. He may not have whatever, but it's not about fertility. It's nothing about that at all. Asks the Gemara, Hechidami Srischama. Now that we've been talking about it for 30 lines, what is a Sris Chama? Says the Gemara on the bottom line of Ayin Testament base. Amar of Yitzhak bar Yosef, Amar of Yochanan. Kol shelo achas bekash ruso. Anyone who from the beginning of their life, Rashi says, shelaka mi imo. They were damaged in utero, or at least uh, from birth or in utero, one of the two, we don't seemingly that they were damaged in, in utero. Says the Gemara, minayadinan. How would we know that that's true? Remember that, that we now have advancements in science that are remarkable. They can diagnose, uh, in many cases, Down syndrome from just taking an ultrasound. They look at the nose, the bridge of the nose. They look at fluid in the back of the neck, whatever they're looking for. You can diagnose a lot of things from an ultrasound. It's pretty remarkable. Gender of children, though with my twin boys, they asked us the day before we delivered. So the smaller one is the girl. 
we had no idea what gender children. I called my mom. She brought a whole duffel bag of pink because we thought we, were, we didn't know. We thought we were having, we didn't know what we were having. And it turned out they were both boys. So they don't always know, but we have better technology now than they did. So the Gemara says, Amar Abaye, what was the sign that they used that a child was a srischama? Kol hamatil maim ve'ino osekipa. Anyone, when they urinate, that they're not able to have a stream of urine that creates a dome, that creates an arc shape during the urination. Um, and that, what that means is if the urine would instead drip out in a way which isn't meaningful, that would be a sign uh, of a problem. So uh, that's very interesting because the flow of urine and the, the zera that comes out of the body are not motivated by the same thing. Urine is done by the pressure, the negative pressure of a bladder. But zera is based on muscle contractions and totally different mechanisms and science. They're not the same thing, but that's what the Gemara says. This was their sign. It says the Gemara, Mi mai havai. what would the mother have done to cause for the child to have this issue? She baked in the afternoon, and she drank marka beer. Okay. And no comment. I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know what that means. So basically, drinking alcohol, <laughs> Well, I don't know how to answer that because if baking bread during sunlight hours is a reason to cause infertility, these things, these, these may be things that are not medical in nature, but kind of supernatural in nature. I don't know. I didn't look into it because I didn't have time, but I was curious about it. it says the Gemara, Amar Rav Yosef, Hainu de Shamana Le'ami. Rav Yosef says, this was something I didn't understand about Ravami. The Amar, Kol Imo, Likui, Velo Yadana Mainihu. And now I know what he was talking about. That anyone who was damaged in utero, uh, now I know what Ravami was talking about. That it was talking about this case of a Sris Chama, where the mother did these types of actions that led to this problem. Velechush says the Gemara Shema Hibri Ben Time. Maybe we should assume that there was a moment of healing. And even if there was any shas kosher, then he's no longer a sris chama. Maybe the kid solved his own problem. So it says the Gemara, Since when he was born, and at the time that we assessed him uh, when he was uh, in the Yibum situation of our Mishnah, he was, uh, he was already urinating the same way. We had the same simon that everything was problematic. So it says the Gemara, so the Gemara asks, that's not true. We have in Maseches Bechoros a principle that doesn't seem to play out this way. Masiv Rav Mari, Rav Hanina, Ben Antigonus, Omer, that we check a certain mumin, we check certain mumin uh, three times in 40 in 80 days, day one, day 40, and day 80. So why don't we check here as well? Says When we're talking about just one aver, this is talking about a blemish, Rashi says, in the eye of an animal that maybe it went away, then you're right. Then when we're dealing with a systemic issue, then uh, then we would we would not worry that it that it's self-healed. So I didn't understand this the first time I read it. I thought we are talking about one aver. Why does it say lekule gufa? So Rashi here, uh, about a third of the way down, says srischama machmascholi kol gufi. You're right that it impacts fertility, but it was a systemic illness that caused for the, the infertility, and therefore says the gemara lochayshin, and we don't have to check, and we can assume that if a child was born urinating in this particular way, that he would be a srischama for the rest of his life. We'll stop right here, Mir Hashem. Tomorrow we'll learn daf pei and pei aleph and tomorrow's Thursday. Day, right? Okay, that's what we'll do. Wishing you all a beautiful night.